at the moment of decision right now. Am I going to stay chained to my past? Am I going to live in this resentment toward others and this regret toward myself? Some of you are angry at yourself. You think you're God. You think you can make a big enough mess that God can't clean you up. But it's not true. You're not God. If he died for you, and if he calls you, and if he comes for you, and if he raises you, even you yourself can't change his mind. Because the gifts of God are without repentance. And Joseph has a decision to make, and he does it like this. I'm not God. And in the moment of decision, he takes a posture as the second most powerful man in the land. He takes his posture to say, God has been… I wonder what it would look like for you to have this mentality to say, God put me here for a purpose, and I'm submitting everything that's happened to me to God. I'm gonna do I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself in a position on my knees before God. I never come to preach to you if I can help it that I don't do this. Even if it's for 10 seconds before I round the corner, because a lot of times the, the way that I'll preach. Stuff will just be coming to me to the last minute. And I'm literally like, but I try, I try every time to take one minute by myself and say, God, when I get out there today, and there's there's people out there whose parents abandoned them, there's people out there who were molested, there's people out there who are going through the most scary medical situation in their life or their kids are, there's people out there who have no idea how they're going to catch up on four months' worth of mortgage. There are people out there today who need you, and I can only meet that need on my knees. And it reminds me that if I do this, I can do this. Because, see, the power that you need is not in me. But if I go to the one who has all power and all authority, and I get down low, and I say, God, I lift my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from you. I know bent knees can break chains. I know one word from Almighty God, one breath from the Spirit of I feel chains breaking right now. I feel burdens lifting right now. I feel shackles shaking on prison floors and prison doors flying open right now. Because when you do this, God does that. Wait, wait. What you did to me was bad. What happened to me is bad. What I'm going through is bad. But if I blame you, then my blame will become bitterness, and my bitterness will become bondage. Not your bondage. It will be my bondage. 
So I either get to stay chained to the events or I get to make a decision. This is where God brought you to. This is why you logged on. This is why they sent you the link. This is why you came to church. You thought you decided to come to church? You're crazy. God sovereignly brought you to church. You had 10 excuses not to come. What didn't fit? And I have nothing to wear. But here you are. It's a size too small, but you came. Why? For this moment, God wanted you to know you are in an important moment of your life. And if you do this, come on, every athlete knows you can't hit a golf ball good if you don't bend your knees. That's where your power comes from. You can't shoot a basketball right if you don't bend your knees. That's where your accuracy comes from. You can't do a takedown standing up straight. There's no Division I wrestling champions that stand up straight. Talking about, uh, 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 uh. Why are you fighting your battles like this when God gave you this? This is how I fight my battles, devil. Watch me surrender to God. Because bent knees breaks. You can't do it in your own strength. If you could, you would have by now. But God brought you to your knees because he's breaking some generational chain. I feel the Holy Ghost. Come, Lord. Come, Lord. Break those chains. Break it. 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 The past has no power over you. The blood of Jesus speaks up better. I break it in the name of Jesus. Ah. Because you still have so much life to live. (laughs) Joseph lived to be a hundred and ten. He was fifty-six. It's only halftime. It's on. It's on. It's on. It's on. High five somebody. Say, this is your halftime speech. This is your halftime speech. Come on, let's turn this into a locker room. I'm down by 20, but I got time on. Watch me bend my knees. Watch me hit this song. Watch me. Watch me. Watch me. Watch me worship. Watch me trust God. Because I have a decision to make what to do with the time and the life I have left. And so bent knees, break chains. Long as you rehearse what happened, you can never reverse what happened. Uh huh. Will y'all drive nice if I keep you a little long and you run into the other people that are coming in the surf? I won't do too much. What makes this verse great? Genesis fifty twenty. What makes this verse great? If Rick Beato were here. He would tell you this. It's not what you think. Verse 20 of Genesis could be the worst verse in the Bible. It could be when it says, You got it? You intended to harm me. <laughs> it's what comes after the comma. God brought you here so you can make a decision. What comes after your comma? It's just halftime. This is just a comma. 
Not a coma, a comma. A comma. Put it back up. How could one comma make such a big difference? Because that's where Joseph went from the event to the decision. And I'm choosing to do this on my knees. Because if I let this hold power over me, I stay a slave. And I won't be chained to what you did, and I won't be chained to what I did when I remember what God has done. He set, he set this up in your life. You, you don't have to believe that, but you can. I can decide. I can decide. Is this the moment that you decide to own your story, the bad and the good, and put something after the comma? I hear the Spirit of God saying, finish the sentence. Finish the sentence. And in the spirit of Kanye West, I'm gonna let you finish. Come on, come on, come on. Stay with me, stay with me. You you tried to hurt me. It hurt me. But my hope is what happens after the comma, but God. Give me the scripture. But God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done to save him in his life. Decision, decision, verse 21. Decision, 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 decision. So then don't be afraid. I will decision provide. He makes this decision. If I don't feed you, it will eat me. So I'm going to use this as food. And he fed that family, the same family that failed him. By a decision. You have a decision to make today. Are you going to stand up and try to be so strong in your own strength? Or are you going to bend your knees? I'm talking physically this week. I want some of y'all to pray on your knees for at least a minute a day this week. It doesn't have to be long, but you drop on your knees just to remind yourself well, God doesn't need me to kneel. No, you need to kneel. Because the position that you're in determines the decision that you make. So when you get up, maybe you walk different, maybe you talk different, maybe you remember I'm favored by God and He has a purpose and plan for my life. That means. And when you submit it to God, how do I know when I've submitted it to God other than physically? Okay, a couple things. When you stop waiting for others to change for you to obey, you're on your knees. The way they treat me is not going to make me toxic. That's one sign. Another sign is you start becoming absorbed in the process of what God tells you to do and stop being attached to the outcome. That's when you know you're on your knees. This is how I fight my battles. I got to do what God gave me to do today. That's all I can do. You know how I know what I'm really anointed to preach? When I don't care how you look at me while I'm doing it. That's when I'm like, uh oh. Yeah, that's when I got my power up, my invincibility mushroom. You know, remember Super Mario? All right. The star, the star was the invincible. Look at me. Y'all quit playing. This is, this is so important. When you have given up the illusion of control, but you have committed yourself to the process. Of obedience of what God spoke. Now you're on your knees. And look, the Bible says in Philippians 
2, verse 5, that this is what Jesus did. He considered it not robbery to be equal with God. It means he was God. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. And he did this. He became sinful man and humbled himself to the point of death on a cross. We're not just talking about Joseph, we're talking about Jesus. And he lives in you. So he said, when Jesus humbled himself, God has given him, God will lift you up. God will lift you up. You got to trust God to lift you up. You got to trust God to position you and bring you where he wants you. Because the scripture says in Philippians 2 that one day every knee will bow. Everybody will be brought to their knees. If life hasn't humbled you yet enough, if you're still in the dream state, that's okay. Life will eventually bring you to this point. So why not bow now? Why not bow now? Why not do it God's way now? If you do it his way now, you'll be ready for whatever he has next. Joseph didn't die in the pit. He didn't quit in the prison. You didn't either. Give God praise that you didn't quit. Give God praise. It was his mercy that got you through it. Quit trying to look so strong. It was his mercy. I don't understand being a self-made man, because if I'm self-made, that means I can be enemy broken. I'm a God-made man. Yeah. Yeah. He did it for me. He was with me. And I bowed before him to give him the glory. And that's not weakness. Bent knees aren't weak. That's where your strength comes from. So Joseph goes on to raise these two kids. You know their names? JJ, come on, tell me you remember Ephraim and Manasseh. Ephraim and Manasseh. They both got a Joseph got an extra ridge in the allotment of the promised land. And Manasseh, the half tribe of Manasseh, got property too. His kids got blessed because of what he did. Because of what he did. Wow. There's a lot on the line right now. Some of you are breaking generational chains. And you don't even know it, but you need God's help to do it. Not by might, not by power, but by His Spirit. Bent knees, say it. Bent knees break chains. Yeah, not you proving you're right, not you refusing to admit when you're wrong. And um, I love what the Bible says. Not leave you with this thought today for what God has next. You, if you, if you will bend your knees now. I don't mean physically in this room. I mean if you will submit and surrender these events, this situation to God and ask him for his wisdom and act on what he shows you. Ask him for his wisdom. Act on what he shows you. Make the decision to turn pain into purpose. Look what happened to Joseph. You won't believe it. Verse 22. Please. That Joseph stayed in Egypt along with all his father's family. The death of Jacob was an event. Staying in Egypt was a decision. Yeah. And he lived 110 years 
Now, I told you that already, but I didn't tell you this. Next verse. And saw the third generation of Ephraim's children. Y'all, that's great grandchildren. Great grandchildren. God's not through with you yet. God is not through with you yet. God is not through. It is too early and too soon for you to come. And also the children of Makir, it means in Hebrew, sold. That's what happened to him. That was the event. But the children of Makir, the son of Manasseh, you got it? The children of his child were placed at birth. Where? On Joseph's knees. When you bow your knees to God and surrender your situation to him, it makes room on your knees for the future that he has in store for you. So I close with this thought for everybody who has been brought to your knees by a situation in your life. Expect God to bring to your knees a new beginning. God wants you free and clear from all of the junk, all of the bondage, all of the bitterness, all of the blame, and you got to do what you got to do to get on your knees so you can get your knees ready for what God wants to bring you next. And he is able. I preach this to every nation right now to do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond what you ask or imagine and God wants to bring you what's next when you get on your knees. Joseph said, I've been in prison before I didn't like it. I want to be free now. So God, I'm on my knees. Hey, thank you for watching. Make sure you subscribe to this channel so you don't miss a single video or live stream. And share this video with a friend. And don't forget, you can join me live every Sunday. Thanks again for watching.